Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. This is Bryce Spadafora with Tappin' the Greater Olean. This is Tappin' the Greater Olean's weekly podcast. This week I'm joined by Vanessa Hughes, a senior chemistry major at St. Bonaventure University. Vanessa, thank you for joining me today. Yes, thank you for letting me join you. Um, Vanessa has been working on a project, an honest project, Exploring Poverty, the Warming House. Um, Vanessa, you and I talked about this project earlier this semester, but for those listening who might not be familiar with what you've been doing, um, can you give like a brief explanation of the project? Definitely. Um, The project started as, it's an honors project, so um, I had to choose a project, and I chose this one because I've um, done a great deal with poverty for several years, and I've had many conversations with people, friends, family, um, and there seems to be very many common misconceptions about poverty and those who live in it, and I thought that this was a fantastic opportunity for me to do something about it. So I'm basically doing a project on awareness on poverty, and I'm specifically focusing on the Olean area because um, Cattaraugus County is one of the poorest counties in New York, and also I live, I'm a Bonaventure student, so I live here in Olean, and it's a great opportunity. Uh, You mentioned people have misconceptions about poverty. What are some of those misconceptions? Um, Yes, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, One common misconception is that people who are in poverty are simply lazy and aren't actively looking for jobs. And um, I think that that's a difficult thing. Um, People, especially in extreme poverty, it's hard to find a job. Um, If you think about it, how hard would it be for anyone to find a job if they haven't showered or changed their clothes in several weeks Um, no interviewer is going to hire you, no matter who you are. Um, So that's just one difficulty that people living in poverty have. Um, So it's not necessarily lazy. It's just what they have. And also, if you look at unemployment rates, um, there are bound to to be people unemployed because I don't know the current statistic, um, but there is no such thing as a 0% unemployment rate. Um, So someone has to be unemployed and Unfortunately, people in poverty tend to be unemployed. Mm -hmm. Uh, You wrote in one of your first pieces for the project, Ole, New York is a small city with approximately 14,000 people located in western New York. Olean is the largest community in Cattaraugus County, which is known for being one of the poorest counties in New York State. Olean has a high percentage of people who fall below the poverty line. According to census data required in 2015, approximately 13.5% of people in Olean live in poverty. So you, one of the places that you've been exploring has been the warming house in Olean. Um, for those who are listening who might not be familiar with what the warming house is, can you explain what they do? Um, definitely. Uh I actually just wrote an article for the BV on this, um, and if anyone is interested, you can go to their website. Um, and there's a good article on the warming house in general. But basically, the warming house is uh, like a soup kitchen in Olean. Um, anyone is welcome to show up. Uh, you don't have to qualify for anything. They don't look at anything. Anyone who walks in the door gets a meal. Um, but typically, people who are poor 
um, show up there, and uh, they serve on average 608 meals a month and uh, about 7,500 meals a year. And they serve six days a week, um, every day except Saturday. And it's only dinner. Um, but they do have a good turnout, and the community there is great. I've been going there twice a week this entire semester, and I've gone there a few other times, and everyone there is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been talking to a lot of the people who help run the warming house. Um, do you have any specific stories from people that you've talked to about their experience working at the warming house? Yes. Um, I've talked to several volunteers from Bonaventure, and there is a lot of um, similarities in the way they um, answer particular questions. Um, One big thing they talk about is the community and how everyone there is um, a lot different than they thought. Um, I know people have said that they went in just to volunteer and um, they went in and saw real people. And that's one of the biggest things about volunteering at the Warming House is you have faces to situations. Um, I had an interview with one of the coordinators of the Warming House and she was saying that the biggest impact it had for her was that it put a face to a situation. So we hear statistics about those who live in poverty, those who are homeless, those who don't have jobs, so on and so forth. But working at the warming house, you see people. So I think of one person when I think of someone who's homeless. And, um, you know, when people talk about the cold weather and how there are people sleeping on the streets in the cold weather, I have a face to put to that. And a lot of people say similar responses. They have a face now to a situation. It's not just a statistic anymore. Mm -hmm. Would you say that ties into what you said earlier about um, getting rid of the misconceptions that people have surrounding poverty? Would you say that maybe volunteering was a good way to get rid of some of those misconceptions? It definitely is. Um, I think anyone looking for that should volunteer at the warming house or anywhere they can. I know the food pantry is a great place here in Olean. The Genesis House is another place. Um, those are great opportunities for that. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to the people who you know supply and work at the Warming House, um, have you talked to any members of the Olean community who benefit from the services that they provide? And if so, do you have any stories um, of things that they've gone through, things that you you've witnessed? Yes. Part of my project is I volunteer at the warming house, as I mentioned, twice a week, but I don't volunteer making the meal usually. I volunteer talking with the guests and interacting with them, and I don't see it as volunteering anymore. When I first started, I saw it as a service, but now um, I go and talk to my friends. I talk to people there that I know, and um, I think it's... It's fantastic because I learned so much from those people there. Um, One of the biggest things that I've learned and many of the people that I've interviewed who also volunteer there say the same thing is that um, it really puts into perspective your life. Um, 
I know that one person I talked to said exactly what I'm going to say right now um, is that some day, days I'll go in and, you know, I got a 60 on a test or something like that. I did bad on a test or I'm in a fight with one of my friends or something silly. And I'll go in and someone will be talking to me about how uh, it happened one day. A woman was talking to me about how she wasn't sure where she was going to stay that night. And um, it really makes me realize how much that I have in my life. And it also makes me realize that I have bad outlooks on life. The people who show up there are never upset about their situation. They're never um, crying or, you know, anything like that. They're very upbeat. They're very optimistic about life. And it makes me more optimistic. Mm -hmm. So in addition to helping these people at the warming house, would you say that, you know, helping out and volunteering has also helped you in your life? Oh, it definitely has, yes, in more ways than I could ever say. Um, um, are there any other Olean area places that you plan to explore in your project or volunteer at? Yes. I have talked with the uh, food pantry in Olean, um, and I plan on doing interviews there as well. Um, I've gone twice now. Um, I haven't volunteered there, but, um, yeah, that's another place on my on my list. Mm-hmm. So when people read your uh, stories on the Bonaventure um, in print or on the website, what do you hope that they take away from your project? The biggest thing I hope they take away is understanding. Um, I would like to change people's ideas on poverty, but that's not a goal of mine. A goal of mine is just to um, display what's actually going on, and then people can make their own um, judgments about it, their own ideas. They can come up with their own ideas. I, Well, I would like to change minds. I think that if people have the facts, then they should be able to decide whatever they'd like. And I think the biggest problem is that people don't have the correct facts. Mm-hmm. So um, and that's a big thing for, for my project is mm-hmm. just giving the facts. Yeah. And for people who want to get involved but they might not be sure how to go about doing that, what do you suggest? Um, If they are concerned about getting involved in volunteering, is that what you mean? Yes. Or getting involved Uh, in poverty in general? Getting involved in volunteering. Um, Getting involved with the community and, you know, even poverty in general. Um, Okay. I would say if people are interested in... Um, volunteering, there are definitely resources for that. If they are interested in volunteering at the warming house, um, Jeff said here on campus is the person to get in contact with. Um, the Only on Food Pantry, if anyone is interested in that, um, you can simply look that up online. Um, and uh, I believe there's a woman named Christy who is in charge or co in charge of the uh, food pantry. Um, she's great. Um, I'm sure if anyone wants to volunteer, she is the person to get in in, um, contact with. Um, I have also gotten in contact with the Genesis House. Um, I don't have any of their information, unfortunately, but um, they do have information out there. And I think 
talking about poverty in general, the biggest thing that people can do is advocate for the poor. And I know that that's a hard thing to do. And it may seem like um, there's nothing we can actually do about it, but there's nothing I as an individual can do about it, but there's things we all can do about it. If we work a little bit harder, um, we can uh, change legislation especially, but also um, donating time, donating energy is one of the biggest things people can do. Everyone likes to donate food or clothes, um, which are great, and that's a fantastic way to get involved. But I think most people who live in poverty uh, need um, time with other people. You know, we kind of turn our eyes away when we see them, and I think that that's the worst thing we could possibly do for them is uh, treat them less than human. Everyone deserves to be treated human. Mm -hmm. Um, So after your project's done, um, do you have any plans to continue the project or keep volunteering? Um, What are you planning on doing? um, Could you repeat that? Um, After you finished your project, do you have any plans to continue the project or keep volunteering? um, yes, I, as I mentioned before, poverty is something that I have been interested in and advocate, uh, not for poverty, but, uh, for helping people in poverty for a long time. And that's not something that I just picked up and decided to do a project on. So I plan on volunteering as much as I possibly can for the rest of my life and doing whatever I can to help people in poverty. Well, Vanessa, thank you for joining me today. Um, you can read Vanessa's stories at thebvnewspaper.com. Um, and best of luck with the rest of your project. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been Tapping to Williams' weekly podcast. I'm Bryce Spadafora.